BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ramble. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Pretty basic. Hey guys, what's up? You know, we're here. We're recording. We're here for another week of um, the podcast. How are you doing today, Ram? I'm doing okay. You don't sound like you're doing too well. <laughs> I really thought it was me trying. <laughs> so Rem and oh. I were... We were are you okay? Should I get the the Kleenex? No, I have some here. I have some here. Okay, good. Oh my god, guys, it's just been a rough one. And Rem and I wanted just to be real, have a real ass conversation, um, about you know just random things. And we thought that it would kind of be nice just to not have like a perfectly planned episode and just be honest about like you know have like a little therapy session with each other. How are we thinking, feeling? Yes, therapy. You know things we're struggling with. And quickest disclaimer. Obviously, there are bigger things happening in the world, but like we preach on this podcast, you know, your your feelings are valid, and sometimes all it takes is that little, little drop to make your freaking whole... Coffee taste bitter. Coffee taste bitter. I was thinking <laughs> overflowing. Like, oh. sometimes all it takes is that last little cherry on top that just, boom, everything, oh, you know? I was going to say, I, I've learned from personal experience, uh, yes, of course, there are much bigger things going on in the world than what we are currently being overwhelmed with. But if we do not personally tend to the things that are bothering us, we will, yes, definitely explode, probably cry in the back of an Uber. Mm. And it's just not a cute moment. And it's not a good moment. And you have to do so much more work later if you're not aware of what you're feeling right now. And you're like, why did I feel that way? What? And you have to go all the way back in your archives of your memory. Yeah. So also you said that and it just kind of pops into my head. It's also true. Like if you're not doing self-care, you can't acknowledge or tend to those bigger issues in the world. You can't. Yes. You, you, know? you can't take care of anybody else. You, you can't, can't take care of yourself. Yes. You yes. can't. Yes. yes. That's so true. So needless to say, I don't know if the advice, I don't even think we're going to be giving advice much. No, I, called, <laughs> I called Alicia and I was like, um, I don't really have advice for what I'm going through right now, but I do want to talk about it. We're but like, I'm, okay. I'm okay. We're just going to chat. So yeah, what's what's been up with you? I, I feel like I've, oh, <laughs> sorry, what's been up with you? I feel like I, I just feel like I've been very overwhelmed and I know you have been as well. Yeah. And I don't know what it is because we kept being like, Mercury retrograde is over. It's almost over. And then it ended and we were like, it's Wait, still what? bad. 
Um, you called me yesterday and we both said how we missed each other, but we see each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that even goes to show, you know, the quality of time versus just, I don't know. I think our headspaces have just been so overwhelmed, um, with many things, but why don't you start? Cause I'm a hot mess. <laughs> well, I would say the, I, the reason that this came to my brain, this episode idea was because I went to dinner. My mom and my dad came over. And they were here because like there was like a cute little brand thing that went on. My mom got her own first PR box. It was really cute. Oh my God, cute. And so then um, Cal and I had already scheduled a date night. And so we went out with my mom and dad on a date night. And I've never done that before. And it was really fun. And at one point, like halfway through, I went to the restroom. And while I was in the restroom, I like was obviously with alone with my thoughts. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I am not being present whatsoever like this is oh such God. a like a great situation like I've never been on a double date with my parents and it was so fun we we're having like great yeah. conversation but so much has been going on in my personal life mm. that obviously I won't get too into but I just feel like it's it's like never ending with what's going on currently and I feel like every time I get through something a new thing pops up and I'm just like completely overwhelmed with like it basically it's just in like my business side of things so in the bathroom I was like Remy put your phone down. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to reply to a business text right now. You don't need, to, it's after work hours. Yeah, like it doesn't matter dinner. if there are emails there. Like none of them are that, you know. Exactly. I, I could do it. The same thing would happen. The same outcome would happen whether I reply tonight or tomorrow. Like mm -hmm. doesn't matter. So I had to really remind myself and I often get really lost in my phone. And it's hard for me because a lot of times when I am on scrolling on Twitter, scrolling on TikTok, whatever, it's like, half of me is like, oh, I'm doing research for like work stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm actually like, you know, finding new trends yeah. doing whatever. But also I wouldn't even say half. I'd say like 65, 70% of me is like, this is just for fun. Yeah. And it's like, where do you distinguish that line? And I've had problems in my past where friends have come to me and been like, I feel like you're not fully in the conversation sometimes. I feel like you get really distracted mm -hmm. because I'm so enveloped by my phone. Mm -hmm. So that's been something. It really dawned on me the other night when I was at dinner. I was like, this is you don't know how many times you're going to be able to double date with your parents like yeah. this. Like it's such a fun experience. I took them to like this really cute restaurant. I got to take them out to dinner and I was just like really beating myself over, over it. And when I but left. that's so awesome. You had that moment while you were there. I mean, it took a long time. I've had a lot of problems in the past for sure, but it's something that I definitely need to work on more. And it frustrates me Same. because I need to make, it's hard because the, the job that we work isn't a nine to five. Mm -hmm. Technically those, those emails and things were definitely past work hours, which I said. But at the same time, it's like it's never ending. Well, I think what's also hard, too, is we know firsthand that in order to stay relevant or to stay, you know, on top of your A game requires you to be present on social media platforms. So in the back of your head, you're probably thinking, well, I need to be active on Twitter today. Shoot, I haven't like tweeted something in so long. Da, da, da. And is it it's like, does that one tweet really matter? No, but it's the whole vibe of. I need to be present. I need to be active on all these different platforms versus, you know, oh, well, it was an important meeting that I couldn't miss type thing. Yeah. Um, there is such a gray line. And I think a lot of, you know, people are in that same situation, even just working from home the past year of mm -hmm. realizing, okay, wait, like my boss is emailing me, but technically I wouldn't normally like, respond till tomorrow. Do, like what, but are they going to be upset if I don't reply? Because it's so weird. I don't know. It's so weird. It's so hard to distinguish a line, especially when you're working from home, which we do. And I'm sure now a lot of people firsthand experience it. That's why I made the worst business decision of my life. It wasn't that bad, but it was bad. I got a whole second apartment 
to make to make it an office because this was a a couple years ago, I want to mm-hmm. say now. That's because I loved, loved, loved my employees, but I would walk out of my bedroom straight up in the morning and they'd be there at my kitchen table. And, you know, we'd work, we'd do our thing in my living room. And then if I ever needed a break, I'd just sit on the couch. Like, you know, everybody's still there. You don't really get a Also, your apartment break. was beautiful, but it was small for what you were paying. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, versus at least in, you know, your house now, you can go upstairs yeah and kind of just outside rem- if, even if you just have a, a private phone call <laughs> yeah you know you can take that somewhere else I ended up renting an entire second apartment just to make that an office space because I just needed to create an actual and I was so lucky to, obviously to be able to not everyone can but to create a physical divide because yeah. for so many years I've been doing everything out of my bedroom or my living room or my kitchen and I needed that divide so now having the house again obviously it's great but it's still, it's still hard though sometimes I don't know how yeah I don't know how to do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice? Maybe for every problem we have, you can give me some advice oh and vice versa. <laughs> no, I mean, one thing that I don't, I pra- I say, but I don't do myself is how I've noticed I have a different type of liberation from turning my phone off versus just having it on silent. Okay, but every time I turn my phone off, I think that I'm going to get canceled and I won't know about it. Like, that is my irrational fear. I think we need (laughs) to change our perspective and realize, I think the chance of you getting canceled for even just 10 minutes of turning your phone off is very, very slim. Uh, and also I, I don't think you've ever done anything worth canceling, being canceled over. That's great. That goes into my next one. We'll get to that later. Oh, perfect. Yes. (laughs) Um, no, but I, I also, I relate to the not feeling present, you know, even with, you know, my parents also, I've been trying to, it's weird getting older, you know, and just trying to make most of the time you have together. And I'll notice myself reach for my phone like 10 times. And I'm, it's so annoying. It's so, it's an addiction. It really is. But it's hard when, you know, it is your job. And I don't know, I, I think it's just, it's toxic. And I don't know if I need to set timers again. I used to set the timers on my phone to where the social media apps were off from, or they were grayed out from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., which you would think isn't that much time, but it was. And I remember it actually gave me so much motivation because I would start my workout. I would go to bed super early because what else am I going to (laughs) do? And then I would wake up early and start my workout. And by the time I was done with my workout, I would only listen to music. And then by the time I was done, then I would check social media. This, as much as I want to say, that was like, oh, that was like not that long ago. No, that was like, that was almost three years ago, Alicia. Like that was almost two, like COVID really did one. You know what I mean? And (sighs) I keep, I keep comparing myself to how I was pre-pandemic still. Oh, of like now we're like a long time past. That. Yeah, where we've we've only spent you know a solid year being on our phone and being on TikTok and being on Instagram and I don't know. Even yesterday, I had the same moment of thinking, okay, I'm done being on my phone because clearly like nothing's going on. There's nothing new to check. It doesn't matter if I check my likes one more time. Like that's stupid. Mm-hmm. There's nothing pressing. If someone really needs me, they can fucking call me. You know? Yeah, I think maybe what I need to do is make it very clear that I am checking my phone if, you know, I'm in it. Like, obviously, if I'm just by myself, I don't need to announce to Daisy and Milana that I'm getting on my phone. But like a lot of times if I'm talking to Cal and we're having a conversation, I'll just check and then an email will pop up or a tweet or a text or something. And I get 
that's I think where my my problem is happening yes. because then I disassociate from the conversation and then I come back in when I'm done and he's you know like oh like ask me a question and I feel so rude and it yeah. is so You're, rude and you say I'm so sorry and I do this yes. I do that and with, it's I do so that rude time. though so it I think is. what I need to do is if I'm in a conversation do not check my phone obviously and then after the conversation's over make sure it's done and then be like hey I'm gonna check my phone hold on check my phone if I need to get some business stuff done if I need to and then put it away yeah I think like a lot of times and this is where the problem lies and this is where love my therapy side yeah. this is where when I say like oh it's for work it's not for work when I'm checking Instagram closing it going back to Instagram closing yes. it like within is the it, same second I don't know are you like this I I know that I know deep down when I'm actually on my phone for work and when I'm just scrolling yes but it's hard to <laughs> you don't want to be honest it's with hard yourself. to be honest with yourself <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I feel that. I think also something that's been hard is I don't know if people are more sensitive now, but you know, if I've noticed a lot of people, this is friends happening with other friends or me with my friends or my friends with me or whatever, where people are like, oh, you didn't reply to me over text. And I think we've just become in this, this world where we, where we all know everyone has their phone on them. So it almost feels like they're intentionally not replying to things. Does that make sense? Like for like, I feel like I personally don't because I reply to everyone and the people that don't reply, I know are not great triggered by it. Got it. Yeah. I think what I need to do, I've learned to love voice memos because I can get so much more out in less time and it sounds more intentional anyway when, you know, someone can hear your voice. But I think sometimes I get nervous of people being upset with me being like, oh, like you didn't reply to me or, oh, I, you didn't reply to my text, but you posted on Instagram or stuff mm. like that. And it's so it's so hard. And I think I just need to have boundaries. You know, if I haven't had any situations really like that come up personally, but I think it it makes me nervous because I hear when friends say that about someone else or when, you know, it just it can be so toxic. And it's so hard because it's like I hi, I'm doing well, my, you know, my day's great, but I don't have the time right now during work to reply, you know, just like small talk when I'm going to see you later yeah. or like that type of stuff. There have definitely been a few times where I've gotten my feelings hurt when someone didn't reply and I check Instagram, they're posting. Or they're like partying with friends. Exactly. And like, oh. I think if it's like, I can totally excuse it if if they are an influencer and do it for work. I'm like, oh, they're just working. You yeah. know, they're not checking their texts. But for like random friends and things who are just like posting, yeah, yes. for partying something, I'm like, hello. Yeah, it's weird because I get that side too. Like I've had my feelings hurt also because I think, oh my God, am I bothering them or whatever? So obviously that's a lot of self-reflecting too of, of thinking, don't assume everyone's upset with you. Like, you know what I mean? But then it's also weird because I don't know. I just, I, I feel, point being, I feel like my phone has been causing me some being overwhelmed and some anxiety when I don't even think people are putting that pressure on me. And I think that's the key to this is realizing that you could just be putting all this pressure on yourself. Cause I think that's what I'm doing. Oh my God. Look at this little box. That's why when I get overwhelmed with comments, sometimes I just turn off my phone and oh, I'm like, phone. I'm looking at my phone. Look at this little box. I turn it off and I'm like, wow, they all disappear and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's, so hard to remind yourself that when you're in it and people are saying things or just like really hurting your feelings getting under your skin yeah it's hard to remind yourself that in the moment another thing I think that we've talked about this already I feel like as the world is opening up again everybody's getting vaccinated yes, everyone's <laughs> so excited I but I, I, I don't know if I'm the only person I feel as if I'm a grandma because I'm already <laughs> 
I feel like I haven't even committed to that many things and I'm so excited to be out in the world and I'm so excited to see people who I haven't seen in a year, but all I want to do is be home. Like all I want to do and not only just be home, like I, I don't even think I have the time or I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed by it. And I'm, I don't know. I think I just need to have, again, be stricter with my boundaries, but I don't want to let people down and I do want to see them. But then I think I'm just over committing to things. This quarantine has made me, I call myself a grandma too, but I don't think it's necessarily being a grandma. I think we're just maturing. And like we had our party That's girl. That's what grandmas say. <laughs> <laughs> I saw my grandma for the first time in yes. over a year the other oh day. She looked so cute. She was watching her Korean dramas on the love couch. Her. I love her. But I mean, like I had... I had my party girl phase. You had your party girl phase. And I don't know. I feel the exact same way. Like I get invited to, to things and obviously I get excited. But then when they come up, I'm like, ah, oh, man. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I, I can't I, wait to go home. I get so excited when things get canceled. And I'm just trying to take this all as a, okay, I need to check in with myself. And am I over committing? Do I just need to have conversations with people who maybe don't understand why I'm not wanting to go to you know what I mean like I don't want to hurt anyone's feeling I don't know and again I feel like all of this is mostly in my head like there really hasn't been that many instances but I just it sucks when you know someone hits me up and says hey like when can we do this I'm looking at my fucking calendar and I'm like okay well I can't this week and I can't next week and I can't even yeah. find what two hours to grab coffee with someone and I hate that yeah so I think I think there's just many areas in my life that I need to reevaluate and figure out where do I need to put the right amount of energy and where do I need to dial it back and realize my time is better spent elsewhere? Because that's kind of how I'm just feeling right now. Before we get into yours, I have to tell a funly, funny little story going with what we were just saying. And then we're going to get into your grandma. Um, I, <laughs> I feel the same way about being a grandma, obviously. And I love being home. And the past two weekends, I was invited to two different parties that ended up being like social media ragers like all the people all, <laughs> like anyone like would all the people were there you know the like sunglass video or the tiktok it's like put these sunglasses on like like those were happening with like cool people wow i avoided both not avoided both i missed both invitations because the first time i was saving a baby possum the second time i was <laughs> knitting my dog's scarves i remember <laughs> like <laughs> wait where was i you were at home in bed <laughs> when I called you about the possum. No, I was out because I remember being like, LOL, I'm out and oh, you're knitting. about the scarves. You were in Palm Springs. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. That's right. That's Isn't that so funny? To me, that encapsulates. I'm I'm honestly happy that I like, I. this is what I truly want now. This is what makes me comfortable. Even tomorrow, I'm supposed to go to the mall. And then my friend was like, oh, like, let's go here after. And I was like, mm-mm. I know like I can do one thing and that's it. Yeah. And I'm good. I. I it's so interesting because... I think I've come to learn when I will enjoy something and when I won't. And when I'm, I already feel just exhausted. I think still from pandemic, still from anxiety, still from just overwhelmed with work, still from parallel launch. And I know I'm not going to be fun. Like I know it's going to, I'm going to like, I don't know. And I, I don't want to go and be a downer. Or I don't want to go down. Yes. Yeah. Like I don't want to be that person. So sometimes it feels easier just to remove myself. Um, I also think there's nothing wrong. Like I think that we, we honestly, I think we might've put this on ourselves mm -hmm. in the midst of quarantine being like, when it's over, we're going to go fucking yeah. crazy. Which like, we don't have to. No. <laughs> we yeah. don't have to. It's okay. It's funny because I always knew that too. Cause I've never been one to go to every <laughs> single event. Like any, I like there'd be, t I'm, 
I just, I'm a homebody. Like we all know this. And, um, in COVID, yeah, we would, I'd be like, I'm never saying no to an event ever again, blah, blah, blah. But deep down I knew, I was like, Alicia, let's be real. Like, <laughs> but that's fine. I don't think that's, yeah. there's anything wrong But no, wrong with I do that. think, I'm sure a lot of people listening also put that pressure on themselves of that they're going to, you know, it's going to be the most amazing summer and they're going to live it up and like life's going to be like all great again. And But we can live it up, but just once a week. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't after, need to be every after, day. And then we can come home and knit. Yes. They need... <laughs> They need scarves. They need sweaters. They need scarves in this 109 degree they heat. Need sweaters. Because you keep your house so cold. Exactly. <laughs> okay, what's what's been overwhelming you? Um Okay, I will say one thing I've been trying to work on lately and I think I'm doing a much better job at it is just voicing things to people and communicating, but kind of more on the positive side. I think I've always kept things in um, and I just, I've just come to a point to realize, you know, if I appreciate someone, I should tell them, you yeah. know? So I've had a few, honestly, I've had like five conversations this week already. What day is it? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> okay. Prime example, prime example. Um, I've had like four or five conversations with people where I've been more intentional about making eye contact with them and saying, Hey, I really want to thank you. I know you didn't have to do X, Y, Z, or, um, I just want to let you know, I appreciate what you've done for me. And it's kind of, it's been really cool. So that is one positive thing that's been happening. Um, I think I've just, I don't know where it really came from. I think the, the main thing is obviously, um, you know, I've dealt with my social anxiety a lot and now that things are opening up, I'm seeing people and it's been so cool to see how I act, you know, after being, um, on my meds and stuff like I medicated because uh, well, you become medicated within quarantine yes last oh. June so it's been a year okay um of the process so it's been really interesting you know I had my first shoot ever well just kidding we did the YouTube one but this was like my first individual shoot I but even at the YouTube one I was really impressed with how chatty you were I'm so chatty no now. I mean I I've never been one to get nervous in a group of people yeah but like seeing you be so social I was like fuck do I need meds too no, no. it made I it lately I've realized how much oh my god no one I didn't realize how much I was struggling with it before I just thought it was shy and even yesterday I was making so much small talk with all these people and it was a big shoot it was with complex like they're such a well-known brand and I like wasn't nervous afterwards I didn't feel that like exhaustion of being on because I was just being myself and wow. I had so much more fun on set like That's it was amazing um but even I don't know like that was really exciting and I think that's been my favorite thing that I've seen happen um and it's been fun pushing myself a little bit to realize oh those harder conversations are not hard whatsoever you know what's um, cool is like someone who met you pre-pandemic at a shoot would have been like oh she's so nice just probably just like a little quiet yes and now someone would be like oh she's so nice so talkative I know That's and so granted cool. I've only had two shoots so maybe not but, but the more you talk to people the more common ground you find the more and that's how you connect with people yeah. so that's awesome I'm sure you connect with a lot of people I've been yesterday. so less in my head thinking oh my god is this awkward oh my god is it quiet what do I talk about what do I say do I say this oh now it's been too long of an awkward pause <laughs> did you used to do that yeah I would be like well now it's gonna be awkward if I say something because it's been so quiet for so long oh my god your brain must have been exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know how I didn't I just that was just normal to me so now it's been it's that's been really exciting um other than that though um I think I think the main thing is I've just been piling a lot on my plate even other people's um 
you know, I've been like letting people vent to me. And as much as I want to be there for them as a friend, I've been noticing, you know, when I'm exhausted for my own reasons, how heavy it can be when someone voices things vents to you you know oh yeah and it's nothing against them and I want to be a supportive friend but I think again those boundaries of saying hey would love to have this conversation tomorrow like I value every you know I want to hear you out I just want to be able to give the best advice I can give and honestly right now I'm extremely tired or like so I don't know I've never had to deal with that also so I think right now I'm just still trying to you know be there for everyone but I'm not even being there for myself so I'm just like uh that's so crazy. I had that feeling too. I left your house the other day and you and I were talking oh and you were God. going through some stuff. No, but not just you. You, Cal, my brother. Like, just a lot. Just, I had like five people in one day coming to me and just just venting. And like, I, I don't think I even really gave much advice to anyone, but it's no. just, you take all that on. And I literally left your house and I remember to myself, I was like, I need a therapy session just to, to talk about everybody because I just, <laughs> I feel so bad. Yeah. And then I started thinking, how do therapists do it? <laughs> you, you would be the person to start an organization for therapists they for that need, reason. They need therapy for I themselves, know. I'm sure. But I totally feel that. But I think that's a really good way of saying it because I've never thought to be like, hey, because, because you don't want so to be rude to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Like my problems are more important than you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, of course. But also, you know, people who are, you know, really empathetic, like they can understand what it's like when you give so much to people, whether they're asking for it or not. And I think that's the interesting take too, is how much of ourselves do we like bend over backwards when like no one's actually even asking of that. So is it just a boundary we need with ourselves? Damn. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Like, damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. I think also just the way that you phrased it though, it was making it not about you. Mm-hmm. It's making it still about the person. Yeah. Like I want to give you my best advice, yes. but I'm just letting you know, like I don't think I'm going to be able to focus or blah, blah, blah. And even if you still want to just, if you just need to talk, just like, just talk, yeah. like just let it out and I'll, I'll be here for that. Yeah. But I just don't think I can fully give you, I'm not in the best headspace to give you the best advice right now yeah but yeah 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 yeah. I don't know I think that's something I'm trying to figure out now um even just delegating with work I feel like I've done so well with that but then I decided to start a whole new business and I'm like oh I need to do it again (laughs) (laughs) um which is I mean obviously that's just part of it um and of course money there was definitely some like financial talks of uh you know, everything being self-funded and how we got to, you know, budget a little better, um, which is always anytime your CPA calls you about pressure, especially because, you know, when you've hired so many employees, you don't want to let them down for any reason and you don't want to overpromise things. And (sighs) I get that. I got overwhelmed last night because I gave one of my employees a raise Mm. and I was like, financially, of course, I wouldn't do it if I couldn't do it. And of course they deserve it. But then it's just like, okay, Got to get in the headspace of this now, moving yeah. forward. You know, it's just like, it's something that lingers. And like all last night, I was just like worried about it. And obviously, again, you want to come through for them and yeah. everything. But still, it is a little stressful as a boss. And I was even talking to Cal yesterday about just like being an employer. It's so, so much more than I ever could have imagined. Well, what's so, um, I think the area of work that we're in already is there's not much security. So it could be gone tomorrow. However, when you employ someone, now their whole livelihood is dependent also on your career. And I'm not trying to stress you out more and looking at your face. <laughs> but I think that deep down is something, you know, to be aware of. But also at the same time, I have gotten in the habit, you guys know, I, I always say, oh, it could be gone tomorrow, it could be gone tomorrow. But I don't know. Obviously, it can get overwhelming. Um, 
and you have to also diversify and do more things to where their whole job isn't just dependent on YouTube views, for instance. Yeah. That's a very good point. Thank you. I didn't mean to bring up a whole new stress. (laughs) Your face went so like smiley to just like, oh shit. I think what's what triggered this for me was actually such a good thing. It's a really, really good thing. But as I said, my like irrational fear, and I know this is so irrational and I hope to God I never do anything. Obviously that would cancel me, but more so just let people down. That's mm-hmm. I think what stresses me the most out is I don't want to let people down. Yeah. And unfortunately, something that I still need to learn firsthand is that not everyone is going to love what I do. Not everyone's yeah. going to love me. I am going to let everybody down or not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let someone down, at least one person with something that I do because not everyone's always going to agree with me. Mm-hmm. I understand that when I'm say- sitting here saying it and spewing it out. Yeah. But from myself firsthand personally, I still struggle with it. Yeah. So with that being said, um, I have obviously that irrational fear that I'm always going to do something that, and I'm going to turn my phone on after leaving it for an hour and something's going to come up and I'm not on top of it or whatever. And, um, (laughs) so then I get on TikTok and I look through like my tagged videos and there's this trend going around right now. Have you seen it? That everyone is like, they're sweet girls that make these videos about like oh your faves got canceled well mine have it and it's like you me Lauren Nikki Gabby Tiff Tiff me everybody and it's so sweet but then does it get you more overwhelmed overwhelmed. you're like no don't mention me I'm like please exclude me from this narrative like I like it's so sweet and the fact that they like the support is amazing and I know I sound absolutely insane saying this but it just stresses me out more because I'm like oh my god I don't want to let these people down. That's what it is for me. So that's what I've been struggling with for sure. And I had a really good conversation with Cal about it last night though, because he comes from the perspective of of a YouTube watcher. He doesn't watch my stuff. He's not a viewer, but he watches YouTubers and he is a fan of many YouTubers. And he was coming from like a fan perspective of a YouTuber and kind of letting me know that, you know, there is going to be grace. I am going to let people down. Um, no matter what I do, you can't mm-hmm. please everybody. And that really did stick with me. But I think I'm just such a sensitive little person. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I was like, I've cussed too many times this episode. I'm very sensitive. And um, I realized also, I think how comments affect me is just how, like I, it depends on how I am feeling in the moment. Yes, 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 yes. I think um, currently I'm in a state where I'm not the most confident in myself. Uh, Same. And that, then the comments really do affect me, but times where I'm really confident, then. It's almost laughable. Exactly. Like some of the hate comments that are like, golly, you suck, blah, blah, blah. It's easy to laugh at because you know that it's not true. I think, well, actually, yeah, going with that, what we were talking about last night also is like, I was telling him and I was trying to give Cal a confidence talk to of like how he can build confidence, how I can build Mm -hmm. confidence. And I told him in times where I'm very confident and I know I am good at this. I know I am a good friend. I know I'm a good boss. I know X, Y, Z. Then the comments just like roll off my back. Mm -hmm. Like if if someone told me I wasn't a good friend, I'd be like, (laughs) "Mm, maybe sometimes. But but most of the time I know I'm a great friend because I try. That's like something that I put so much energy into. Thank you so much. But like certain things where I get comments of like, oh, like this, this, this. And they make up these like fake things. I'm like, "Mm, no, that's not true. It's easy to just kind of like let it roll. Let it roll off your back. But yeah, that's something that's been overwhelming me. No, I've noticed that too. And I think there there's times where I'm 
smart or strong enough to say, you know what? I'm not in the mood. I know whatever someone says is going to probably hurt. I'm going to put my phone down and not look. Then there's also times where I think, okay, just one scroll. Me, me, just one just like, I'm just going to scroll till I find one more. Sometimes I go, I'm going to scroll till I find one mean one. Really? I don't know why no, I do Remy, that. Remy, why? I don't know why I do that. I don't know what's sometimes wrong with I'll, me. Sometimes I'll scroll to where you can only see the top half of a sentence. And then I'll be like, okay, no, no. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It's weird. But also that does come down to us, you know, having those boundaries and not letting that affect us. But it's, it is hard because I truly do truly do believe that the reason why we feel so connected to our fans is because we are interacting with them. We are reading the comments. We are feeling more like a family versus just, I'm a celebrity. I'm going to post a a video and you know what I mean? Oh, completely. And I can't not read It's hard because I think we, we both battle with, okay, we know the reason why we're successful is because we've been open with them. We haven't really had, you know, we've been so honest and open and we've, we've shared parts of our lives that most people would find private and not want to share. However, where do we still have that boundary? You know, once you let people in. Well, the more you let people in, the more they have to judge you on, Mm -hmm. which is it's a catch 22 because then you also connect with so many more people. And I'm not willing to not share things to not be judged because even if I didn't, people would still judge. So it's finding that weird balance in the boundaries. You know, what's interesting is. I'm kind of having the opposite reaction of what I'm used to because, you know, a few years ago, I have always said this. I definitely was more on when talking to the camera. I would purposely buy things that was the Alicia Marie brand or what I thought people would want to see me in. That's so crazy. And not in like a psychotic way and just a, oh, well, if I hold up a whole bunch of clothes in the thumbnail and they're all black, it won't do as well. Do you wow. know what I mean? Like, I would never think that way. No. But it's really smart. No, it it's is smart. insane. <laughs> um, so obviously it wasn't like, a, oh, I want to put on a, a character costume. It was more of a, oh, well, shoot, if I want this to do well, I need to keep doing what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. And the hate that I would get back then were people being, were people saying, oh, you're annoying or, oh, not my vibe like that type of stuff you're ugly like that that type of stuff that doesn't hurt them it didn't hurt as much because I I kind of agreed I I could see (laughs) if I watched back a video I'd be like okay I could see how it was annoying because I would take out every like awkward pause so it was just hey guys (laughs) 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 can we make that a sound snippet (laughs) (laughs) and you know, I kind of agreed with it. I was like, okay, whatever. But I, you know, as time has gone on and I've really, you know, shown more of my true personality when people say things it obviously hurts more because it's who I am. And when people judge my character, that's what's hard for me. Oh, but we need to realize that people are going to judge our character. People are going to judge our character. And also no one really knows us other than our closer friends. So it's, Again, it full circle bringing back to where are we going to who are we giving that power to? Like, obviously, I'm going to choose if if, you know, you came to me and said, hey, you know, I've noticed you doing this and I don't really think it's part of who you are. Then I would listen because I've given you that power because I trust you and I love you and I respect your opinion of me. But I need to realize that what I'm giving you, it doesn't mean I'm giving that to everyone. Yeah. You know? And it's not like you don't respect the opinions of your viewers. No, because I do. Fully, oh, my yeah, God. They just don't fully Well, I think also you. what's hard is, you know, unless I'm recognizing a username, I don't know if they've 
commented a hate thing before. I don't know if, you know, if I don't know, like it's hard to recognize some of the diehards unless they say I've been watching you for years, which I always appreciate those just because I'm like, wow, you've stuck through some awkward shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think that I think the moral of it all is is, you know, figuring out who you're giving that power to to you know, have that opinion of you where you let it affect yourself, you know? I think even something that I've been, and I talked about this on a recent episode, but constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Criticism in general, constructive or not, I've, I, in the past, I really had trouble accepting because I'm pretty sure it was an ego thing or yeah. just, you know, I'm like, mm, I don't need to listen. Da, 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 da. But more recently, and especially with doing the cooking and something that I've never done before, I've gotten so much great constructive criticism that I implemented. And it was so great because it became like a communal thing. And I'm sure the people that commented love to see what they want being changed. I mean, it reminds me of like those Disney Channel uh, polls they used to do. Like, who do you want to see on High School Musical? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you get to have, you get to input what you want. You feel like you're part of, you're part of the process. And yeah. that's amazing. But I also found that that is a slippery slope yes. of, of publicly taking yeah. constructive criticism. Like I put in a vlog that like I took a meeting and I was like implementing all these changes. And then from there on, everybody was still very, very, very respectful, which I appreciate more than anyone knows. But it was like, oh, thank you for doing this. Now, next time you should do this and do that and this and that. Yeah. And as much as I want everybody to feel probably heard, like shut down. I can't, I can't also, yeah, I can't make everybody feel yeah. heard. And also still, this is my creative project. Yeah. So I found, and this has kept me sane and I, I really do enjoy and I like, I still have that love for it of listening and implementing when I agree. So like, for instance, that like people were like, oh, like I would love for you to have like an overhead shot. And I had attempted already to do that. Not very hard, but I attempted to do it. Um, but I didn't have the the equipment for it and yeah. everything. But after getting a, a few comments on the newest video of like, oh, I'd love an overhead shot. I was like, you know what? I can try harder. Mm-hmm. I can. So I tried to get a tripod to do it. I'm going to test it out, see if it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't work. That one? No, not that one. Oh. I got a different one. Okay. <laughs> but... Because I tried that one, but that one got in the, sh- the shot. Got it. So got that it, was my it. thing. Because people are like, oh, I want tasty. But then tasty, you don't see their face. It's just overhead. Yeah. So I'm and trying. And you don't want to double shoot everything. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. But the the healthy boundaries that I found are if I agree, for sure, I can try. If I don't agree, then I appreciate the input, but I will not be trying that. Yeah. So that's where I've been trying to find it. And I think that can apply to any sort of constructive criticism that you receive in your life. Yeah. And that so far is working for me. I'll check in in a month or so and let you know if I'm crumbling or not. No, yeah. I think that's what's so hard about just the delivery of things. You know, even if something's constructive, if you're saying it in a mean way, people aren't going to listen. No. And that's how I am too. So I think that's why I get so frustrated with hate comments of people wanting you to change things because the natural human reaction is to do the opposite if they're feeling like they're being pressured to or something. Defense, deflect. Yeah, yeah. like even if you have a friend coming with you being like, you need to stop drinking too much. And if they're rude about it and it's just going to make you rebel and be like, what the hell? Like, why are you being so mean? Yeah, I need to show you why I don't need to. And yeah. like, go over, yeah. And obviously, you know, we're talking about cooking videos, but I feel like this relates to so many just things of people's opinions of you. And, you know, I think it, that is a huge part where it comes to voicing your appreciation of when people do tell you things in a nice manner yes. or do have constructive criticism to say, hey, I really appreciate how you told me that yes. Yes. because it made me 
have a new perspective. If all the comments were like, this sucks, you should do this, you should do that, I would have completely shut down. Yeah. And I probably would have stopped making the episodes, to be honest. Also, side note, and this is the complete opposite, but I could see why so many people are giving you ideas and stuff is because YouTube's been so dry. And the fact that there's a series where it's like, like, I think it's exciting for people to be like, oh my God, you should do this, you know? I have a, I have to read this comment because I got a vlog comment after I implemented the changes. And first of all, I cried. Second of all, it was so nice. And I've never thought of feedback or constructive criticism like this. And mm-hmm. I think um, it comes from this girl named Scarlet Midnight Winter. Love the name. Hey, Rem, I think it's awesome that you acknowledge the feedback. I was one of those people that complained about the jump cuts with like the, the face with the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I also listened to you addressing it on Pretty Basic. And I know that receiving feedback isn't always fun. And you said you felt like a failure and you can't do anything right. I just want to tell you that you're not. You do a lot of things right. And I want you to succeed. That's why I gave my opinion. Oh, it's a brand new series. Things will change, develop, and you'll grow into it. I love that. I literally was like crying because I've never thought of like constructive criticism when said in a respectful way it's they want you to succeed they see the potential there like if they didn't care they would just click out and not even comment exactly Exactly. and I think that's another part too you know where we we've gotten so you know everyone even people listening you you can get so defensive when someone says something instead of taking a few steps back and realizing okay wait what's the real problem here wow, you're, you're sharing, you know what I mean? Like perspective is everything. It's insane. I think also acknowledging that you will never be the best at anything. And also there's always room to grow. Yes. Last night I was like, oh, to Cal, I was like, oh, I have like, there's a lot of things I can improve on in the, mm-hmm. on the show. And he's like, Remy, you've done four episodes. If you said you were perfect, I would say there's a problem right yes. now, which is true. Oh my God. If you're like, oh, everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, ooh. There's so much that I could do better. Yeah. Even just within myself and yeah. being aware of that is one step closer to just getting better. Yeah, no, completely. Oh my God, I love this episode. I feel so much better personally. Sorry I talked so much. No, I feel like I did. Good, We were, I think I did more, but that's okay. Thank you so much. I really loved this. And I feel like obviously, again, to reiterate, the things we are going through are so minuscule in aspect proportion god I need to go back to school my vocabulary is so bad but compared to the rest of the world of course but you know these are things that I'm sure a lot of people do feel and hearing that you also feel these things would also make us feel a lot better so please feel free to reach (laughs) out let us know that you're also going through things and I just love our community and being able to be open and talk about these things so thank you guys for listening hopefully um someone needed one of those gentle reminders as well as ourselves as you're telling me things and I'm like oh yes I need to do that (laughs) um but wow love you guys so much thank you so much for listening we appreciate you more than you know go watch cooking with Remy (laughs) (laughs) go buy from parallel apparel oh join the waitlist join Join the waitlist restock in a few weeks um but yeah we love you guys so much and we will talk to you really soon bye bye